So, um, all right. So we have our Bava. We have Bava Metzia. There's three major Gemaras in Bava Metzia. Uh, well, I have to run to get a Bava Metzia. I don't think I have one here. Hold on. We, again, we saw the Nidarim. We may end up coming back to the Nidarim or some of the Rishonim on the Nidarim, but let's. We're going to get these Gemaras under our belt. Um, so we're going to start. We'll do it in the order that it seems to flow, even though it's not in chronological order. Um, it seems to make the most sense logically to understand the cases. So the first one we want is Mem Ches Amud Beis. Okay, Bava Metziah, Mem Ches Amud Beis. Okay, it's um, pretty much in the middle. It's a little bit above the middle of the page. Um, it starts Itmar. There's a star by it. Itmar, a ravon. That's where it starts. Wait, Baba Metzia, Mem Tet? Mem Chet Amud Beis. Mem Ches Amud Beis. A little bit above the middle of the page. Itmar, a ravon. Okay, so we have to, a ravon is, the simple understanding of a ravon is a security. It's not really, a, again, we have to, the, the, the secular terms here don't always work because normally when we think about a deposit, so a deposit is like, you know, locking in the deal, okay? So here an Eiravon says Rashi. Let, let's see what an A, what's the scenario? We got to know what the scenario is. Okay, the scenario is a little tricky. Eiravon says Rashi. The Rashi is towards the top, okay? So what's the scenario of Eiravon? Miktsas hamaos nasan lo, so Rashi understands that we have a $100,000 property and he gives him $10,000, okay, um, towards the purchase of the property. Okay, so, and then somebody backs out. Okay, so what happens when there was the Eiravon and then somebody wants to back out? So Rav Amar Kinegdo Hukone, if he gave 10% of the purchase price of the full amount, he gets to keep 10% of the property. Rav Yochanan Amar Kineged Kula Hukone. Says Rav Yochanan, no, no, no. You gave a 10% deposit, you get to keep the entire, the entire property for your deposit, says Rashi. So you got to see the Rashi's here are a little tricky. All right, who saw our Kinegdo who Kone? All right, you got to see the Bach. And please take a look at the Bach. Who saw our Kineged who Kone? We're talking here. All right, so the Bach says like this Who Kone Lekabel Mishapara, Velo Kone Kol Hapiso, Vuaya Chafets Litain Kineged Mashakibel. The chazar boal In other words, the, the 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 deal was for the whole piece of property. And normally, normally, when um when a person when I give you money but there was no kinyan, and you want to back out of the deal, there's something called a mishapara, right? It's a it's a curse. But you get mishapara on what you were supposed to pay. Okay. So says Rashi, imachiras karka hu Meaning, I gave $10,000 towards a $100,000 piece of property. Now, karka is nikne bekesa. So in theory, I own the whole property. Okay? So, right, nikne is bekesa kinyan gomur, kone kinyan gomur, and i mechiris metaltolin hu kone kinegdo lishayev bimishapara. So, again, since I gave you $10,000 towards a $100,000 property, I am Kona $10,000 worth of property because Karka is nicknames Bekesef. That for sure I get. What about if it was Metaltolin? So if I gave you $100 on a $1,000 Metaltolin, and then I'm Choser, so money is not Kona. But what I do get is I can impose on you a Mishapara, but I can't impose on you a Mishapara on $1,000, only a Mishapara on $100. Okay, that's... I'm sorry, that's the shita of Kinegdo Hukone. Okay, so that's, so, so that's, now we'll read it again. Itmar, Eravon, Rav Omar Kinegdo Hukone, meaning he only gets to keep the land. 
according to the amount, the percentage of what he gave, or if it was metaltalin, the mishapara is on a percentage. Rabbi Yochanan Omar Keneged Kulo Hukone, says Rashi. Says Rashi. Um, no, I'm sorry, there's no more. Yeah, Rabbi Yochanan Omar Bekarke Kenyan Gomor, metaltalin lekabal mishapara. Okay, so when Rabbi Yochanan says Keneged Kulo Hukone means that he gets to keep the whole, he owns the whole $100,000 property. And in Metaltalin, there's a Mishapara on the whole $1,000 object. So that's a Machlokas Amoraim. When you gave the Eiravon, what are the consequences of that Eiravon? Says the Gemara, Mesvei, Hanosein Eiravon lechavero. The Omar lo, imani chozer bi Eiravoni mochlecha. So here's the scenario. All right. So again, I, I, I learned from Josh Eisenberg today that it's called a hard deposit, but it's not like a real hard deposit, but it's, it's, got, it's got bilateral consequences. So I'm going to give you a $10,000 deposit to guarantee that I'm going to do the deal. We haven't done the deal, but I'm going to do the deal. And the condition is that if I don't do the deal, if I back out of the deal that we're agreeing on, I lose my deposit. But if you back out of doing the deal, not only do you have to refund me my deposit because there's no penalty on you for that, but just like I have a penalty if I back out of the deal, you're also going to have a penalty if you back out of the deal. What's your penalty? You got to refund the deposit and match it. So if I back out of the deal, I lose $10,000 deposit. If you back out of the deal, you have a $10,000 penalty. That's echpol, meaning you're going to have to give me back my deposit and add $10,000 to the, to the refund. Okay, that's the deal. Is it binding or not binding? Says the Brisa. The Omer lo imani chozer biervoni mochlecha v'halo Omer lo imani mocher imani echzor by echpolcha ervoncha. Maybe what we should do before we see the din is we should see the Rashi on the scenario. Okay, hanosin eirovon. Rashi hanosin eirovon. Everybody with me? Hanosin eirovon. Lo dami leahidileah. It's not the earlier case was a down payment on the purchase of the property. That's not what's going on here. In other words, it's not a payment towards the purchase. But what is it? It's again, I don't know exactly what you call it in the secular world. It's like a it's a it's a deposit of guarantee to make sure that we do the deal. Like so, a security. It's like uh, a security. Okay. Ephraim, does that sound like is that what you would call it? Well, you, you put down money to guarantee that you're, you're guarantee the deal is going to happen. Right. Uh, is, would you call it, what would you call it, Ephraim? Uh, irrefundable deposit. I mean, that's what it is. Okay, so that's what I did, right. It's, uh, but, but, it, but, no, wait, but you see, no, but it's, it's, it's not an ir irrefundable deposit means if I do the deal, what happens? You don't get your, the deposit gets applied to the purchase price. Right. Okay. So that's, but, but you see, so that already made that payment like towards the land. So it's, it, this is really like, all, it's, it's some kind of an escrow money where it's a guarantee that I'm going to do the deal and you're going to do the deal. So if I don't do the deal, I lose the money. And if you don't do the deal, we penalize you for not doing the deal. Is there such a concept in the secular, in the sec, I mean, you can write any contract you want. Yeah, sure there is. Yeah. Josh, what do you want to add? Um, no, I, I would say that that's exactly how it works in, uh, you know, in the transactional world here. In other words, the, the money that goes into escrow doesn't need to be applied to the purchase. Um, it just generally because it's available cash, it would be applied to the purchase. But if somebody's welcome to take other money and use it and get their deposit back, there's nothing that prevents that. It's not, it's not a pre-purchase or anything like that. Fine. <clears throat> so that's, <clears throat> that's exactly security deposit. I see here that Pinchas wrote a check. <laughs> for some reason his microphone's not working so he said that it's just a it's it's not a down payment it's a guarantee payment okay fine so that is the scenario okay so what's the din on such a thing what's the din on such a thing so back into the brisa 
No saying a Robin Lachavir, Romelo, Imani, Hosrabi, Arvoni, Mofal, Chavalo, Merilo, Imani, Akrabi, Echbol, Chavoncha. This Kaimuatanayim, meaning if Ruven put down the deposit to buy and he doesn't buy, he loses the money. And if Shimon, who the seller, doesn't sell, he has to refund the deposit and, 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 and match it with a penalty payment. Give me Rabiosi. Rabiosi Litame. This is a parenthetical comment. This isn't in the Brisa. This is in the Gemara. Rabiosi Litame. De Omar. Here we have the magic words. Asmachta Kanya. I hope everybody understands that this is an Asmachta because the seller never really intended to pay a penalty of $10,000. And even the buyer probably never intended to lose his money. So it's clearly an asmachta. Rashi's going to explain it. Rabbi Yudomer, dayo sheyikne keneged ervono. That if the seller backs out, it's a little tricky what that means. Dayo, it's enough for the buyer to simply get, the simple understanding would be to get $10,000 worth of the land. So let's see Rashi till there because Rav Shiva Mengamlil is going to complicate it for us. Says Rashi. Rav Yossi Litamei Diomer Bavava Basra Paraget Pashat. I hope everybody remembers that we saw that. Asmachta Kanya. Here's Rashi defining Asmachta. You got to remember this Rashi because we're going to have lots of definitions of Asmachta in the Rishon. All right. The Gemara only says Asmachta Kanya, Asmachta Lokanya. What's the definition of asmachta? So we want to lock in Rashi right now. Havtochas guzma. A man makes an exaggerated promise. She'odam avtiach es chavero lismoch alav. Shim lo yikayim t'na uyiten kach v'kach. I hope that you remember in Baba Basra, we had the guy who get the shtar. He paid half the shtar. And then he told the shlish that if I don't pay the whole loan in 30 days, Give him back the star so he can collect the debt over again. So everybody understands that that's an exaggeration. Right? He didn't want that to happen. He didn't want to ha want that to happen. Okay? So Rabiosi holds asmachta kanya. Very sorry. You said it. You're bound. All right? Whereas, whereas what does it mean, dayo? That's Rabiosi. That's Rabi that's right? I'm sorry. That's Rabiosi. What does Rabi Yehuda say? Says Rashi, dayo sheyikne. Ruven who backs out doesn't lose his deposit. And Shimon who backs out doesn't have to double the deposit. In other words, what they agreed on is not binding because it's an asmachta. Ella, <laughs> It says, it's not a question, what's the penalty if somebody backs out? Nobody can back out. 10% of the deal is locked in. I'm sorry. So what Rabbi Yehuda is saying is that when you give that $10,000, <coughs> just one second, you give the $10,000 and that was the deal, the deal is that nobody can be choser on $10,000. Excuse me, just one second. Just wanted to say that 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 wasn't a deal. Nobody wanted to make a deal on ten thousand dollars worth of land. <clears throat> okay, Daniel, I heard what you said, and okay. So again, you got to know what was. So let's go back now to Rashi and read the scenario again. The guy wanted to buy, and the other guy wanted to sell a piece of land of a hundred thousand dollars. Correct. The seller definitely wasn't looking for that. He wanted to get a hundred. And the buyer, no, 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 we don't know what's exactly with him, but for the seller for sure, the, the Loma Shuit Kamein. Again, if that if Zeloma Shuit Kamein, then he should not have taken a ten thousand dollar deposit. <clears throat> he should have taken uh, he should have made a Kenyan, he should have had the buyer make a Kenyan. Khalipin, Chazaka, or Kesef on the whole property. And then that's called Zakavalav Bemilva. He could then go back to him and collect the whole $100,000. <clears> and that's exactly what didn't happen here. It was oh. given as an Eiravon. It was given as a guarantee that we're going to make the deal. 
So how much of the deal is locked in? How much, again, according to Rabbi Yossi, according to Rabbi Yossi, whatever they agreed upon, that's what happens. But Rabbi Yudas says, no, 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 you, that, that doesn't work. So, but something happened. You know, you, you could have said nothing happened. No, no, something happened because he gave money. The money has to have some effect. So what effect does the money have? Is that whatever the money is, they're locked in for that, that amount of the deal. So everybody's locked in for 10% of the deal, meaning the seller cannot be choser and the, if the buyer wants to go through with the deal. And the buyer cannot be choser if the seller wants. You're right. If they both agree, huh, I don't want I don't want 10%. I don't want to, if they both agree, of course. But we're talking here where <clears throat> the buyer says, well, I'm not letting you be choser. All right, well, I can't force you to sell me $100,000 worth of property but I can certainly force you to sell me $10,000 worth of property because I gave you $10,000. And the, and the seller can say to the buyer, you can't just walk away and take your money back. You can't take your money back. I got your money. Your money bought $10,000 worth of property. That's what Rabbi Yehuda says, because asmachta lo kaya. Okay, so that's that's where we are. Now comes along Rabbi Shumagamliel and says, bamed varim amurim. When do I say this sheet? Then we'll have to see who he's modifying. Bizman Omar Lo Ervoni Yikon. When he when they use the language, says Rashi. Bamedvarim Amurim Rashi, please. Bamedvarim Amurim Rashi. Bamedvarim Amurim Aradan Rashi. She'eno kone elekineged Ervono, meaning he is modifying Rebbe Yehuda's position. Because Rabiosi's position is very clear. Rabiosi's position is whatever they agreed upon happens. The fact that it's an asmachta, okay, asmachta kanya. <clears throat> but Rabbi Yehuda says no asmachta lo kanya, and therefore they're locked in for ten percent of the deal. And maybe Daniel, this is what you were alluding to. That bizman shomer lo ervoni yikon says Rashi yikne ervoni yikon yikne shalom not nolo betoras tchilas piraon. The Hashara love Milve, he didn't give the $10,000 as, okay, this is the down payment for $100,000 of Karka, and I owe you $90,000 for the rest. I want my deposit to buy the whole land, the whole love Mill city. That's nothing. You know, if you say Ervoni Yikon, the fact that you said it's an Eravon and you want it to buy the whole property, that doesn't work. If it's a if it's the first payment towards a hundred thousand and then you owe a hundred ninety, that works, okay. But if you said ervoni yikon, then you only get according to your evavot. <clears throat> but if the deal the property is a hundred is a thousand dollar property, uparlo mehem chamesh and he gave towards the purchase price five hundred, right? Kana, he owns the whole property. And then the buyer has to pay. But you know what? Now it's the seller's problem to go collect the money. Meaning the buyer owns the whole property if it was given as the payment towards the karka as opposed to an eravon. Okay, says Rashi. etc. The no sing lo mehen chamesh meodzus from the thousand l'shem tchilas piraon o stam or he didn't say anything he just gave him five hundred dollars because I'm buying the property kana the ahid if the gubarav and Rabbi Yochanan kihai gavnu and now we're going back to our Rav Yochanan and Rav's machlokas of eravon it seems to be parallel why how is it parallel kihai gavna. So what he's saying is that according to Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, when you give it as without specifying what it's for, and you gave an Eiravon, so how do you say that Keneged Kulo or Kenegdo Kone, it should be Keneged Kulo, it should be Keneged Kulo. In other words, it's going to be a Kasha on we're going to see the Rav Shimon Gamliel is going to be a kasha on 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 uh, Rav Yechonon. And let's continue in the Gemara. And the Gemara continues. The um, do, 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 I lost the place. 
and my love who had dinlim talkalin bid stomach kani lahulakulu so and there's no indication here that that in in this in this um uh, brisa of nosene rovon that it makes a difference whether it's metaltalin or karka and if it's karka it should be kone actual and if it's metaltalin it should be amishapara and therefore says rashi and therefore says rashi my love kihechi de amar rabshim gamliel be karka hakonui bekesef ligamre michiyoy vle mitzas mostam kone ligamre who had in the metal to lend a coni bekesef linia mishapara bestoma coni le iravon le kule le chayev mishapara so we have a kasha basically this is a kasha on review on on um on on rav on on rav Okay, because Rav says that the Eravon is Kinegdohu Kone. Okay, and Rav Shuman Gabriel says that no, that unless you say the Eravon Yikon, but if you just give it to him Stam, as an Eravon Stam, it's interpreted as being a down payment towards the entire purchase price. So it's a Kasha on Rav. Okay, it says the Gemara, Lo. Metaltalim bestoma lokani, umaishna karka de kaspa kani le mamish, kani le lakula. Metaltalim lokani le elokibule mishapara, lokani le kula. Says Rashi. Umaishna. Lokani, look, I'm sorry. Lokani le kule, lakabo mishapari, nasalo kanegan erbono. Right, he doesn't get again. We're saying basically we're interpreting Rabbi Shimon Gamliel to be aligned with Rav that it's only Kenegda. And what does it mean? Why? So why? Why by Karka do we say it's a Kenyan Gamur, but in Metaltalin it's only a Mishapara against the money? Why? Because since Metaltalin Mishapara, I'm sorry. It, it, it's 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 let, let's read the terence again inside. Sorry, we let, we got to read the terence inside. Could, could we could we could we just read a little bit slower? It's, um... Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Okay, so the Gemara is saying like this: Reb Shimon When do I say there's a machlokus Reb Yehuda and Reb Yossi? I we're focusing basically on Reb Yehuda Shita because according to Reb Yossi, and it has nothing to do has nothing to do with the machlokus of Reb Yochanan and Rab. Okay, but according to Rabbi Yehuda, that asmachta lo kanya, which is basically meaning that the eravon is viewed as an eravon. So, what does an eravon accomplish? What, so again, so what does Rabbi Shimon Gamliel say an eravon accomplishes? It's it's mocharlo bais osada be'elav zuz uparalo mehem chamesh me'ozuz. So, whenever you give money towards a purchase, so what do you, what do we say? That money locks in the entire purchase and the rest is a loan. So that's a kash on Rav, because Rav said that an Eravon, meaning if I give you some money towards the purchase, that's what Rav was talking about. There was no deal, you know, it's not an Eravon of, well, penalties and such. There's no penalties. It was an Eravon. Remember what Rashi said. Mix us, go back to the first Rashi, and you'll see why this is perfectly comparable to Rav Shimon Gamliel. Mixas hamos nason lo al pisut marube. That's what we're defining in era von. There's a hundred thousand dollar deal, and I gave you a hundred, and I gave you ten thousand dollars. I didn't say anything else. It's towards the deal. So according to Rav Shimon that should be code of the whole thing, and and the rest is a mil, is a loan. So why does Rav say it's only connected kulo? That's that's the good words cash, and it's gonna and it appears. That the did is true, bein be metaltalin, bein be karka, and it seems like Rav and Rabbi Yechonah were arguing bein be metaltalin, bein be karka, because mixas most nosan al pisuk meruve. That that's 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 what it sounds like. So my lavu adim be metaltalin, bidistama kani lehulakulu, and that's a kash on Rav. I'm back in the Gemara, so you want to be go slow. So says Gemara, no metaltalin. If the money was given for metaltalin, the eravon was given for metaltalin. There's a thousand dollar purchase, and he gave a hundred dollars. Bidistoma lokani. If he didn't say anything specific, lokani means that there's no there's no mishapara on the whole thing. Mamish. 
Kani le lekula. So why in Karka when I gave a hundred uh, when I gave ten percent, I own the whole thing and the rest is a loan. And metaltalin, we only say it's a misha parakineget, with the amount that he gave, and that's only elalikibule misha para lokani lekula. Meaning, I'm going to make a distinction between karka and metaltalin. Okay. Now, the reason we need this Gemara, I don't want to get too bogged down in this Gemara, because the main thing we need to see here is that there is a Machlokas, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yossi, whether Asmachta Kanya or Asmachta Lokanya. That's one thing we need to take away from this Gemara. And the second thing we need to take away from this Gemara is Rashi's definition of Asmachta. Let's read one more time Rashi's definition of Asmachta, and then we'll go to the next Gemara. So Rashi's definition of Asmachta <coughs> is Asmachta Kanya, Right, it goes further back up. Asmach the Kanya Havtacha Guzma Sha'ada Maftiach Esachabero Lismochalav Shin Lo Yikayim Tanao Yiten Kachukach. That's exactly what we saw in Baba Basra, where the guy gave over the star and said, if I don't pay you within 30 days, give him back the whole star. And Rabbi Yossi holds it. That's Konim. Rabbi Yossi says, you got to do the job. Right? It's an Asmach, Asmach the Kanya. And Rabbi Yudol is Asmach the Lokai. That's what we need from this Gemara. Let us now turn the page. To Kuf Dalit. <clears throat> okay, Kuf Dalit Amad Aleph. Okay, so Kuf Dalit Amad Aleph. Dalit Amad Aleph. So what have I got there? I have a mission. We'll start with the mission. Okay. Okay, we're talking here about a share crop, an aris. Okay, so hamekabel sodome chavero vehovira. Hovira means he let it lie fallow. When I give an, an, an aris a field, so the deal is the aris works the field, harvests the crops, and gives me, well, let's, I don't know what the deal was, what, 30% of the crops or 70% of the crops, I don't know exactly whatever it was. Let's make it a 50-50 deal, simple, okay? So um, he's supposed to run the field, he's supposed to work the field, make crops, and give me 50% of the crops. And you know what the guy did? He went to the beach and sat in a lot in the beach the whole winter, and he didn't work the land. So how much crops did the land produce? Zero. Well, so did he steal anything from me? What did he steal from me? Lots of potential gain. So what did he steal from me? Nothing. It's not called stealing, but he, he shafted me out of out of the deal. Okay. So what do you do? What's the recourse? What's the recourse? It says the Mishnah, Shomin Osa the We make an assessment. How much did we expect this field to produce? And that's what he has to deliver. Meaning, if the field was supposed to produce $10,000 worth of crops and he was supposed to give the guy 30%, he's got to give him $3,000 out of his pocket. Okay, well, why? Well, I don't understand. What did I, what if, did I steal anything from you? Why do I have to pay you anything? No, but we, we, made a, we, made, we had a contractual agreement that you get my land and you'll work it and we'll share the profits. And I didn't work it. So what did I say? So therefore I didn't work it. So, so I'm you, a at, at best, I'm a, I'm a bad guy. Or you want to tell me the worst you could accuse me of doing is groma. Correct? Yeah, groma, yeah. And what's the din about a groma? How much does a person pay when he causes groma damage? Don't think. You guys got to know this. Groma ben Ezekiel Potter. Okay. okay, the Seder. But right now, the court cannot extract from him anything. <clears throat> so that's the problem here. Continues the Mishnah, right? Um, <laughs> the says the Mishnah, look at the last line of the Mishnah. This is the reason for Din. Because, you know, they made a contract. Uh, An Aris makes a contract. What does the contract say? If I'm going to leave the land fallow and I don't work it, 
I commit in a contract to give you the amount that it would have produced in the best the best of circumstances. So if he works it, if he works it, and it we expected it to produce ten thousand dollars. If he works it and it produces seven six thousand dollars, he gives him thirty percent of six thousand dollars. But if he doesn't work it at all, he's got to give him thirty percent of ten thousand dollars because that's what he committed to. That if I don't work it, I'm going to pay you what the best expectation was. So it's because of the contractual obligation yeah, that he has to pay thirty percent. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, but the, the contract can say whatever the parties agree. That's that's pretty clear. The question is, what's the what's what you would call the default position? There's no contract. No, exactly. I wanted to ask the same thing. If there, if there's no contract between the parties, what's the default? what's the default position? That's what I'm interested in. The contract could say anything. No, but that's the whole point. Without that contract saying the words "im over below avi eshalim bin meitva." Then the then the RS who didn't work doesn't pay anything. Right, right. That's that's understandable. Again, I'm I'm looking for what the basic law, so to speak, would be. Yeah, without a contract. Without a contract. It was a verbal agreement, and the RS did not fulfill his verbal agreement. How binding is a verbal agreement in halacha with no Kenyan? Yeah. Well, if if there was a verbal agreement, I'm saying that there was verbally nothing. No, no, there's no such thing. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What do you mean? I understand. You own a field. You own a field. Here's the key to my land. I get 10% of whatever you produce. Oh, so so that's that's a verbal agreement. You're letting me work your land and 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 the compensation for me working your land and keeping the fruit that I'm working is that you get 90, you get 10% of the of the of the produce. That's an agreement. And if you don't do any work, I'm out of luck. I should have been more precise. Wait, wait, was that part of the agreement or that wasn't said? Wasn't said. Okay, so I'm telling you, the <laughs> default there is the default is that you get ten percent of whatever I produce. What did I produce? Zero. Then I get zero. Exactly. Absolutely. Now, I, well, no, but see, I, it's I'm going to take it a step further. I'm committing to work the land and give you ten percent, but I do it verbally. So then if I don't do it, I don't have to give you anything because it's I, I, I caused you a loss, but it's grama, and therefore you can't hold me liable in a court in a in a base. I, I mean, this should be obvious that 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 a verbal agreement to do something, if I don't do it, I, I, I don't do it. I, I, there's no penalty. If there was no contract, if there was no Kenyan, I promised to do it. I, you know, unfortunately, it's the old saying, I promised, but I didn't promise to keep my promise. Okay, that, that's in, the problem. In secular law, verbal contract does have does have value. Absolutely, and in halacha, it doesn't, except maybe for a mishapar. Okay, but certainly it's not enforceable with finance. Okay, that, this is the mission. But now we're going to get this is the this is the sta- the standard case. Now we're going to get into a complicated case. Turn the page to kuv dalit amud base. It's right in the middle of the page. How it starts with the first words on the line. Everybody see where I am. It's right across from the Tosfas High Isco. A, a line above the Tosfas High Isco. Everybody see where we are. I don't want to read it without everybody following me inside. Okay, so here's an Aris. He took land from his friend. And Omar, here's the deal. If I don't work it, and as I leave the land fallow, I'm going to pay you a thousand zoos. That's way beyond what the land would normally be expected to produce. Meaning he's committing himself to a big penalty if he doesn't work the land. Ovir tilta. What he did is he let one third of the land lie fallow and he worked two thirds of the land. So what do you want to, what, what should we do here? Well, he didn't let the land lie fallow, but he let a third of the land lie fallow. So Amr Nahardoi, Dinahu lay Tlas Mea Vatiltan of Vatilta. Okay, the penalty for not working the land was going to be ten a thousand zoos. He left a third of the land lie fallow. He's got to give three, three, uh, 333 zoos. 
You guys like that or not? Why don't you like that, Tuvi? Seems black or white, and we're viewing it as uh, God would want to say he worked the land. He should be Yotze's clause, and he shouldn't have to pay anything. Not pay anything? Yeah, what? he worked the land. He, no, he, but he did he, his he job to be Yotze's clause. He only worked two thirds of the land. He led another. That's he led working the land. He did so. No, 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 no. That's not called working the land. That's not called working the land. That's called working Why half not? the land. That's working half the land. The yeah, other half. He worked not... some of the land. So for the, the for the one you worked, you give him ten for twenty percent, and what you didn't work, you got to pay the penalty. No, that's pashut. You, you're in the you're going in the wrong direction, right? The land usually produces the land usually produces a hundred dollars worth of crops. And he said, if I don't work the land, I'm going to give you a $1,000 penalty. So if he wouldn't have worked the land, would he have to give a $1,000 penalty? Correct. If he didn't do anything. What happened like to Asmachta? What happened? You took your eye off the ball. What happened to Asmachta? Says, says Rava, Rava, Omar Asmachta, Asmachta lo kanya. So, so now, says Rashi, let's see what has to happen. <clears throat> says Rashi, where's the Rashi starts? The penalty was inflated in a sense. It's such a high penalty. Absolutely. So now Doi says, tough. <laughs> if you wouldn't have worked a whole land, you would have had to give ten, a, a thousand. You didn't work a third, you can give th a third of a thousand. Yeah, but so they... What are you talking about? That penalty was inflated. It's an asmachta. And therefore, he's only liable to give the normal expectation of what that third of the land would have produced. Because everything else is a smart. Which would have, which would have, like, I mean, if the land produces only a hundred, right? So then the penalty should not, should, should not have been more than 33. That's exactly what Rava said. It's exactly what Rava says. That's exactly what Rava says. But Nardoy says, I'm very sorry. You agreed to a big penalty, and therefore you're liable for the big penalty on the part that you didn't work. Nardoy really needs to be explained. Well, not, it doesn't need to be explained if you hold a smart the Kanye. If you hold us Mach Kanye, it's obvious. No? I don't know. I mean, did the guy really mean to? to uh, like, excuse me. Yeah. 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 I guess he was stupid to, to agree to this. Uh, to, uh, well, no, because he was irresponsible for not working the whole land. Yeah, um, but yeah, okay. But but to agree for such a where is it here? I don't for, such, for such a such a penalty. Well, again, Daniel, don't make every asmachta. Excuse me. Why did no? Why did, to agree to such a humongous penalty seems to me like it goes beyond the sugi of asmachta kanya lo kanya. And when I have a thousand dollar loan and I pay you five hundred dollars, and I say if I don't pay back the second five hundred dollars, then you get to get the star and you collect the whole thousand. That's not exaggerated. Okay, maybe you don't like it because it's five hundred and a thousand. Let's turn it into a hundred thousand and two hundred thousand. Now we're talking. <laughs> you're, you're, you're bothered by the size of the penalty. Come on, it's it's an asmachta. It was an exaggeration. So says the so 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 says Nardo. You got to pay. Rava says asmachta. He asmachta lo kanya. Frag the Gemara uli Rava maishna mehavde tanan im over below avin ashalim b'meitva. So, well, isn't we're, what is, how do we understand asmachta right now? Certainly, according to Rashi, asmachta means I'm saying something exaggerated that I don't really expect to happen. Well, when you said you're going to pay the whole produce of a land that the, the best uh, crop possible if you don't work it, did you really mean that? Is that what you were expecting to do? So says the Gemara. Yeah, Meaning, the Gemara is making a difference. When you say something that is reasonable to be expected, notice it's a reasonable thing. If you don't, if you don't work the land, we're going to assess the value at what the ideal would have been. But that's not an exaggeration. But when you make an exaggeration, you're going to pay five times as much. That's an exaggeration. And therefore, Rava said, Rava could hold. Rava could hold. The, I'm sorry, that the Mishnah that says you got to pay the Meta is not a contradiction to Asmachta Lokanya. Josh, what do you want to ask? Yeah. So in the case of the Mishnah, where it says it is Kanya, even in the world of, even in the world of Asmachta Lokanya, um, 
he, they made a verbal agreement and then he did nothing. No, they made a contract. There was a, there was a written contract? That's what it says. That answers the question. Okay. And in this case, it's also obviously a contract. It's obvious they put it into the contract. So the contract is clearly less than a Kenyan in this case. Wait, wait. Not clearly. You're, not clearly. You're, you're adding things that are not relevant at this point. Okay. The Gemara says, according to this, the Gemara says that it, that that a promise to do something, where even if you don't expect to do it, but it's a reasonable, it's a reasonable uh, a, a penalty. It's a reasonable penalty. You're bound by. That's what so, this Gemara says. So Lahoro, it would have to be. And what I'm asking is, what's the machayev? Is is the fact that it was in writing is the thing that generates the chiv? Plus the fact that the chiv was a reasonable chiv. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's say you got it. We got it backwards. The what's the unmachayev? No, the default is the default is that you are bound by what you said. You wrote a contract. You said if I don't if I don't work the field, I'm going to pay ten thousand dollars. You wrote a contract. You didn't pay ten. You didn't work the field. You got to pay ten thousand dollars. Okay. The only, the only reason Rava says not is because it's an asmachta, asmachta lokanya, but it's only if it's an asmachta. You didn't expect it. It's not reasonable. It's an exaggeration. I understood. My, my point is that here we have maybe Dvarim Ba'alma. They could still be Machai of him, if not for asmachta. Why? I don't understand. We have a contract. The only question here is whether the contract, let's go back to our case of the star. Okay. I paid the, I paid the low, the Malva $500. And we don't want to write a new star, etc. So we give it over to a shlish. Okay? And that's binding. What we, if we agree to a shlish, whatever we say to the shlish, the shlish now has it. He is, he is legally bound to follow our instructions. Nobody can say I didn't... Nobody, he's legally bound. However, if the instructions are, unre, are, are an exaggeration, if the instructions are unreasonable... Then we then we activate asmachta to say that I really mean it or I didn't mean it. But if I meant it, I'm bound. And if asmachta kanya means you can't say it didn't mean it because it was exaggerated, that's not an excuse. Okay, that's where we are right now. Okay, I want to. I, I really I want to finish up. I get, let's get into the next gemara. The next gemara is bava metzias samache. Okay, samache amud aleph. Uh, I'm sorry, and then we'll turn to the Mishnah. So Samachem Bez, the Mishnah has two topics. One which we'll just read, so we'll know what the topic is, but we're really not going to be able to get into it because it's really complicated ribis things that um, even though you guys asked for it once in the Chabur, I'm not even going to touch it. It's much too complicated. Okay, but let's see Samachem Bez. Okay. So this is a ribis shaila. We're just going to read it quickly because we need the second half of the mission. Okay, so Ruven is selling his field to Shimon. And Shimon gave him partial payment. All right, so you have a $100,000 field and he got $20,000 down payment. Okay, the Seder, you gave me the $20,000. As soon as you pay me the rest of the 80, come and get your field. Sounds like the, the Kenyan is retroactive. So it's usher. You're not allowed to do that because we're going to have a problem of the payros. Okay, because while uh, if the field belongs to Shimon, then Reuven can't eat the payros. And if Reuven eats the payros, he's eating it because he didn't get the $80,000 yet. On the other hand, Shimon also can't eat the payros because in case the deal falls apart, he will end up being having taken payros. Again, I don't want to go into it. It's a ribis question. But let's see the second half of the mission. Hilveu al-sadeu. Hilveu al-sadeu means that I lent you $100,000. Ruven lent Shimon $100,000. And the field was collateral that the debt's going to be collected. Okay. But the value of the field that is collateral for the $100,000 debt is $200,000. Now, I, I think the, the, the people who work in mortgages and lands, I assume that anytime you have a loan and you have a mortgage on the property, the property better be worth more than the loan, correct? Josh, Ephraim, right? The, the, the loan's got to be 
less than the value of the of the collateral. Otherwise, the collateral doesn't do the job. Is that standard okay. procedure? That's correct. Okay. So we have a hundred thousand dollar loan and a two hundred thousand dollar collateral collateral. But here's the deal. Well, you know, before I get to that, what happens if the guy doesn't pay? Defaults on the loan. What do you do? You take the property. The whole property, two hundred thousand dollar property for a hundred thousand dollar loan. You you have to pay him. It doesn't always come out that way, but you you have to give him the overage of the value past what you're owed. Okay, and Brian, right? That's we all yeah. agree on that. Usually, you would sell the property, you sell the collateral, okay. and he would get the surplus. But but it, there's no question that the lender is not entitled to more than the amount of the loan, even though the property was mortgaged and the property is worth much more than the loan. Okay, but here we have a unique case. Here we have a case where the lender, I'm sorry, the borrower who gave the $200,000 property as collateral made the following agreement. Hilveo al Sadeo, the Omar Lo, im shali. The lender said, I'll loan you $100,000 on the $200,000 property, but if you don't pay me by the due date, Three years from now, I own the property. Okay? I own a $200,000 property on a $100,000 loan if you don't pay me within three years. Hooray, he, shalom. It works. Says Rashi. There will be a little bit of a problem. And again, I don't want to go into the problem, the potential Rivas problem, but there is a... Uh, no, I'm sorry. No, not that's not in this part of the mission. Okay, so everybody understand. Uh, oh, it's okay to do this. It's okay to do this. I mean, I hope everybody is already uh, squirming about asmachta. Doesn't it sound like an asmachta? The guy wants to lose a $200,000 piece of property because he doesn't pay $100,000 loan yeah. on time? But so, here it's keep it. We, we made a chiluk between keep it versus I'm going to give you more. Okay. All right. So let's see some of Aleph. In the middle of the page, there's two dots. Hilvehu al hasadeh. Amravuna. Bishas matan maos Meaning, if we made this deal at the time of the loan, so the lender gets the entire field, the whole $200,000 field, if the borrower doesn't pay. But if this happened after the time of the loan, I'll give you the scenario. I lent you, I lent you the uh, Ruben lent $100,000 payable in six months. Three or four months into the deal, the borrower comes and says, look, you know what? I want to have the loan for three years. I want you to extend the loan for three years. And I'm going to give you a collateral property that if I don't pay the loan back in three years, you get to keep the property. But the loan was already made six months ago. That's called Shaloba Matan Mals. So says Rav Huna, Lo Kona El Kanega then you can't get the whole $200,000 field. If it was done, you only get $100,000. So if we made this deal at the time of the loan, so then the borrower, the, the, the lender can get the full $200,000 field if it wasn't paid on time. But if it was done after the deal, after the money was exchanged hands, and it was, a, it was a, an add-on later, so then it's not binding. That is... Well, why not? That's Ravuna. What'd you say? Why not? Wait, wait, wait. Good question. Legitimate question. What does Rav Nachman say? When you said why not, meaning you want, you should, you think that just like he's bound to give the whole $200,000 field, he should have to give it afterwards too. Right. Which is exactly what Rav Nachman says. Do you like Rav Nachman, Ephraim, right? Yeah. W what happened to Asmachta? 
because he, he still owed him the money when he made that promise, when he made that commitment to give him the land. It was after he borrowed it, but before he paid it. You see, you're starting from the wrong place. You are taking it for granted that when they make the deal Bishas Matan Mos, it works. Well, if it works Bishas Matan Mos, why shouldn't it work later? But I think you're starting, but you're, but you're starting from the wrong place. How did it work? How did it work at all? It's an asmachta. Does that bother you? It's not such an asmachta because it could be <clears throat> he put up, he, he, he otherwise would never get the loan. Oh, oh okay. Okay. He put up a property that was substantially more valuable than the loan to persuade the lender to give him the money. You know, I, I can hear that. You can hear you can hear that case. Good. <laughs> you, you just opened the door for explaining the difference between Shas Matamos and later. Okay. Well, again, we're hold hold. I want you to okay, hold hold. Let's go. Let's back into the Gemara. Uh, okay. you know, let's see Rashi first. I think there's some Rashi. Let me see if I heard this Rashi. Yeah. Bishas Matan Maos. Everybody see the Rashi Bishas Matan Maos? It's a little tiny Rashi. Shas Matan Mosit now Menas Ken Kone Hakol. Imachar Matan Mosit Ne'en Bedvarim Klub. That is Ravuna. Okay? That's Ravuna. Okay? So back into the Gemara. Ovad Rav Nachman Uvda Gabi Reish Galusa. Remember, what's Rav Nachman? Rav Nachman holds that it always works. All right, it always works. So Rav Nachman passed in the case for the Reish Galusa, where there was a $100,000 loan on a $200,000 property, and the guy didn't pay. So Rav Nachman gave the Reish Galusa the whole $200,000 property. Kishmate, because that's Rav Nachman Shita. It always works. Kare Rav Yehuda Lishtare. When they went to Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda took the star that the Reish Galusa had, because he wants to now get the property, and Rav Yehuda ripped up the star. Meaning, what is Rav Yehuda holding? It's worthless. Doesn't work. You don't get a two hundred thousand dollar property for hundred thousand dollar loan. Amar le Reish Galusa. The Reish Galusa comes running back to Rav Nachman. Rav Yehuda kara l'starcha. Rav Yehuda tore up your star. What's going on here? So here we have two versions. Amar le. So this is Rav Nachman's response. Dardiki Kare. What do you think? A little kid. What th this was torn up by Inglach? Gavaraba Kare. Rabbi is a big man and he tore up your star. He must have found something wrong with the star, and that's why he tied it up, tore it up. Meaning he's not retracting his opinion. He's saying there must have been something else wrong with the star. All right, another version he could diamre. Omar Leh, he said to the Reish Galusa, Dardiki Kare. <laughs> Your star was torn up by a little kid, meaning, don't worry, the star being torn up is meaningless because Kuleam Rav Yehuda is a little kid relative to me, and my psak is right, and Rav Yehuda shouldn't have torn up the star. Two versions. Okay? So either way, Rav Nachman is verifying his position, and he's saying either Rav Yehuda tore it up because there's something else wrong with the star. Or Rabbi Huda's wrong. <laughs> he shouldn't have torn up the star. Let's see Rashi. Dardiki Kari, the first version. Dardiki Kari bit me up. He didn't tear it up for no reason. Okay. So that's, again, so the battle, everybody see now, Rav Nachman holds that it works. Okay. David, you want to ask a question? What, w, you put up your hand. I'm not sure why. Okay. I see Pinchas wrote a couple uh, of comments. Okay. Thank you. I, I don't hear you. Okay. So, wait. Pinchas wrote two comments. The big Again, I'm not going to even read Pinchas's comments yet because we've got to see the Gemara. Hunter Amar of Nachman. Rav Nachman now changes his mind. Afilu Bishas Matanmos, Rav Nachman now changes his mind and says the opposite. It never works. Right? Why does it never work? Well, the only explanation, of course, is 
What does our Mishnah say? Go back to our Mishnah now. Go back and read our Mishnah. Read the Mishnah. And obviously, the field is always worth more than the loan. Otherwise, there's no, no collateral there. You get it. So we have a direct kasha on Rav Nachman from our Mishnah. Okay. So... Meaning, Rashi has to say, you have to read Rashi here. It's very tricky, the language here. Ani Omer, everybody see the Rashi, Ani Omer. Ani Omer, Asmachta Kanya, meaning, Hayiti Ragil Lomar Kana Hakol, the Asmachta Kanya. My original position was that Asmachta Kanya, that's why I said what I said. Aval Minyumi, Choluk Alai, Minyumi is a colleague, and he argues with me, and he holds Asmachta Lo Kanya, the Ichzirani Midvarai, and he convinced me that I'm wrong, and I changed my mind based on Minyumi. Veho Asmachtahi, and this is certainly an Asmachta, Haftacha Be'alma, Lismoch Al-Dvarav, Shim Lo Yemalei Dvarav, Yitin Lo Shavem Atayim, Bemone. Rashi again defines an Asmachta, is that it's a promise to give 200 for 100, and that's an asmachta. And therefore, Rav Nachman is saying, I got Minyumi to back me up. And therefore, you can't ask any kashas on me, says the Gemara. Okay, we won't ask a kasha on you from our Mishnah. We'll ask a kasha on Minyumi. <laughs> okay, so so the Minyumi kasha must listen. <laughs> okay, very nice. Rav Nachman, we can't ask a kasha on you because you're relying on Minyumi. But Minyumi has a kasha from our Mishnah. Okay, because Minyume holds us Lokanya, and our Mishnah sounds like what does our Mishnah sound like? Asmachta Kanya. Says the Gemara, I have two Terutsi. Iboy Seima Maslisa and Rabyosihi, Diomar Asmachta Kanya. Remember, we have a Rabyosi from Baba Basra, Asmachta Kanya. That's the author of our Mishnah. But there's a there's a but there's a Rabyhuda in Baba Basra holds Asmachta Lokanya. So we're okay. Any voice, Amo, the Omar Lake Nime Achshav. Whoa, that's going to be another text. Says Rashi, back on Omar Aleph first. Rabyosi Bepera get Pashat, Mishapara Mixas Kovo. That was our case of the star that Rabyosi held, that you give it to him because Asmachta Kaya. But Rabyuda said Asmachta Lo Kaya. He voice Amo, the Omar Lake Nime Achshav, says Rashi. Our Mishnah that says all of this, that it works, is when he added in me'achshav. Go back to our Mishnah. Retroactively. How does that solve the problem? He gave the money and he said, it's going to be yours. It's going to be mine from now. That's a Kenyan. Meaning I'm giving you a thousand, a hundred thousand dollars. But if you don't give it back to me, then retroactively the king this filled his mind from today. So that hundred thousand dollars becomes the purchase price for a $200,000 field. Are you allowed to sell? A $200,000 field for $100,000? You don't have to. Of course. So therefore, that avoids the asmachta problem because it turns it into a mecher. Yeah. Right? And, and he needed the money. So he was able to, he was willing to give him a $200,000 field for $100,000. The Zekiba alav, but the seller did agree. I'm sorry, the, 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 the lender did agree that in that in but the, remember we we're, we're it, it's a it's a tricky thing because what we're saying is that if you don't give me the money by 30 years then the field is mine from today <clears throat> but what happens if you give me the money 
So then the deal is off. Okay. So he's, so to speak, saying, I'm willing to give you a buyback option that with, within three years, you give me the money, then it's not mine from Aksha. And then we get into, I'm going to skip the next couple of lines because it gets into a question. So what happens to the payrolls under those circumstances? I, I want to avoid that because that gets into the Rebus problem. So what we've got is we've got our Mishnah avoiding the problem of Asmachta because what we did is we turned it into a Tinder. Okay, so now what I, we're going to stop here. And I think that what we're going to do on Sunday is we're going to see the Tosas in. The Tosas are very complicated, but it'll help us understand what's going on because Tosas pulls in all of the sources that we saw. Tosas pulls in the Dharam and he pulls in Baba Basra and he pulls in the earlier Gemars in, ba in Baba Metziah. It's a very complicated Tosas, but we're going to try to do our best to get through it. And that's what we're going to do on Sunday. And then that'll leave us uh, a week of vacation while I'm traveling to try to process everything and then we get back together. Okay. So again, Sunday, there is a shear. Next Wednesday, there's no shear because I'm traveling. And please remember that the, the, the America now pushes the clock back again. So we're going to go back to seven hours on Sunday. Okay. Everybody Thank should you. have a great Shabbos. Thank you. Thank you. Good Shabbos.